You are listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. This is Mary Lennon, and you're listening to Profiles in CRM. Welcome to Profiles in CRM, episode 26. I'm your host, Chris Webster. Profiles in CRM asks CRM professionals eight simple questions. The answers vary wildly depending on their experience and education. Because of the nature of contract archaeology and how small this field really is, some people choose not to reveal their name or the company they work for. Stay to the end of the show to hear how you can have a chance to answer these same questions. Okay, we're here on Profiles. So what is your name and who do you work for? My name is Mary Lennon, and I work for AECOM out of Burlington, New Jersey. Awesome. And how long have you been working in CRM? I've been in CRM for three and a half years. And what is the position that you usually have when you're in a CRM company, and what is the highest position you've ever held? Um, my job title is archaeological technician. Um, that's the position I usually hold, which I think gives me the room to do a couple different things, which I often do in the office, between field tech, lab, GIS, whatever's kind of needed at the moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, where have you worked? Like, what states have you worked in? Um, Delaware, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and New York. Nice. Have you worked for AECOM for a while, or have you worked for other companies in the same area? Yeah, I've mostly been with AECOM. I interned with them my senior year of college and then it turned into a job and I've just been really lucky to be able to stay with them since as like a full-time thing but before that I did a short internship with John Milner Associates out of Westchester in Pennsylvania Um, that was pretty cool I got that opportunity through the SRI foundation and a workshop they did out of the University of Maryland nice nice yeah it's rare to have a uh, a a full-time job with uh, some sort of security (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I I got really lucky. I don't know how that happened. Right. I was like more than happy to take it, but I was really floored when they offered it to me. Yeah. Uh, and it's been great since. I mean, they have great projects. They've kept me busy and had me do a couple different things. So I'm happy to stay with them for as long as they'll keep me. Cool. Well, next question. Besides, um, you know, having been full-time employed, which is sort of the, uh, the holy grail for CRM archaeology, especially at the field tech level, yeah. Uh, but besides that, what is the best thing that's happened to you that's related to being an archaeologist? And you can go anywhere from uh, professional, personal, whatever. It wouldn't have happened if you weren't an archaeologist. Um, I guess besides getting the full-time job, which I was, gonna, <laughs> I was what I was going to say was the best thing that happened. Um, <laughs> I've met some really awesome people, um, and I've had some other really awesome opportunities uh, I started doing GIS with my company about a year ago, and through that, I've got to work with other professionals within my company who do that, and uh, somebody mentioned to me something about the Digital Archaeology Institute that's being hosted this summer out of the University of Michigan, Yeah. so I thought about it, and I put in an application, and I got in, so I guess that's the most exciting thing I have going on right now. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, that's really cool. All right. And what is the biggest thing that you would change that would make being a CRM archaeologist better? And I don't necessarily mean change at AECOM, of course. I mean, in the profession. Um, I guess overall, just like communication in the field. Like, I don't think that a lot of people understand what each other's jobs are and how each different job kind of plays into the overall product that we're looking to produce. 
one other thing too is just I, I really think the field needs to kind of move into the 21st century and I think that's part of where I see a lot of discrepancies happen like people don't understand the technology that we're working with or they don't want to understand or they don't want to make a product that's more than just a written report and a box of artifacts that go and sit on a shelf somewhere that don't ever leave mm-hmm. yeah I, just, I really think that the whole field moving towards using new technologies interactive reports and everything that is more useful to the public and to our clients and to everybody else is really kind of what needs to happen yeah you know hopefully uh the right people are listening to episodes like this because we're getting more and more answers like that even in other conversations i have it's all i talk to people about anymore is digital digital archaeology so it's definitely where things need to be going um i agree completely (laughs) yeah yeah all right so what is your career goal in crm or do you have a career goal in crm or do you want to move on to something else ah I think I'm just kind of waiting to see where it takes me. Uh, but right now I'm more going towards the learning how to make interactive reports and um, how to use GIS online and how to incorporate that into our reports for our clients and stuff, maybe using it to do some spatial analysis of artifacts and everything. That's just kind of where I want to go with it right now, but I'm up for whatever. <laughs> nice. No, that, that, that's interesting. And like I said, directions we need to be going anyway so yeah all right so uh, i think this is the final question here uh if you could give an undergrad thinking about a career in crm uh one piece of advice what would it be i would definitely say to if possible do a double major um getting a degree in anthropology is great but i think doubling with something like geology or gis or history like really helps bolster your resume and helps give you more insight into what's going on in the office and just I think really overall will help uh, your career develop better. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found on the Archaeology Podcast Network website at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com forward slash profiles. At that page you'll also find a form that you can fill out so you can be interviewed on the show. Interviews take less than 30 minutes, and you don't need any special equipment. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the field. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com.